1: This was my first ever day at high school, and naturally, I'm owning it. I mean, who wouldn't want to befriend someone as beautiful and friendly as me? By lunchtime, I already had loads of new friends, and everyone flocked around me to hear stories about my amazing life. I soon became super popular at school. I was the gorgeous, enchanting blonde beauty. Do you know what the best part was? Boys started noticing me too. Even the captain of the basketball team, Mitch, took a liking to me. It makes sense. I mean, obviously, the best-looking boy in the school is going to be interested in the best-looking girl. And guess what? He's following me on my way home right now. Stalking me much, huh? Just wait for it. It seemed like my new life here in this school was going to be awesome. Well, well, Mandy. That was not an easy question, but you answered it perfectly great work. See, I'm not just a pretty face. I'm also one of the smartest students in the school. My admirers grew and grew. It seemed like everyone wanted to spend time with someone as perfect as me. Here, I was telling my new friends about how at first, people sometimes misjudge me as I come from a well-educated and extremely successful family. My parents are super wealthy individuals who encourage me to always be the best version of myself and strive hard to never let them down. Hey, Mandy, pardon me, but how come you never wear designer clothes or use anything expensive? She looked down at my tatty-looking sneakers. I see why it might seem a little peculiar, but you see, I dress this way because my parents value the importance of being humble. That's also how I live. Goodness is better than beauty, right? Then I pulled out my phone and showed them the grades from my last school. Everyone gasped at me for being so excellent. I was loved, admired, adored. But of course, being this amazing meant that there's just gotta be quite a few kids being jealous of me. I mean, I suppose I couldn't blame them. After all, I dazzled like a diamond. While they were just dull and ordinary. One time after an exam... As soon as the teacher left, this girl called Layla stood up and said, Mandy cheated! I saw it with my own eyes! I saw it too. She checked her phone during the exam. Everyone was gasping in shock. Right at that moment, the class president, Marshall, shouted, Hey, hey, quit it! We all know Mandy's a great student. There's no way she cheated. Huh, that's what I'm talking about. Layla and Susan must be bursting with envy that their petty plan to ruin me didn't work. And the class president? Hmm. He came out of nowhere to protect me. He must be another one of my many admirers. But sorry, Marshall. I'm way out of your league. A girl like me needed a handsome, rich, mature kind of guy. These boys at school are cute, but they're just boys. They're beneath me. One time, I was in a rush and didn't have time to search my locker, so I accidentally took the wrong textbook with me to class. Seeing my mistake, Layla and Susan immediately jumped in. Uh-oh, what's this? We thought Miss Perfection here never messed anything up. I didn't even have a chance to say anything, as this Beth girl spoke up. He cut it out. Who doesn't make mistakes once in a while, huh? Here, you can share mine. <laughs> wow. This girl was kinda nice. It was good to have an ally to deal with Layla and Susan. So at lunchtime, I joined Beth's table. We started chatting and she was clearly fascinated by how amazing my life was. Great, now I had a faithful sidekick. (laughs) Hey Beth, help me do the homework for today, okay? Uh, again? I have to attend a very important party with my parents tonight. There will be politicians and plutocrats. I won't have time to do homework. Now I have to go home early to get dressed and do my makeup. Bye. I didn't need to turn around to see her funny, bewildered face. She looked like that every time I asked her to do my homework. But it was worth it, right Beth? She got to hang out with the hottest prodigy in school, me. So a little bit of extra homework was a small price to pay for such a privilege. You know, to me, that homework was nothing. I just didn't have time for it. I had to admit that having Beth around was very convenient. She made sure my grades stayed top of the class, leaving me time to play polo, go to the golf club, and attend charity functions with my parents. She also let me borrow her dresses, bags, makeup, and this super cute pair of high heels. My friends admired me, strangers idolized me, my teachers adored me, and I had a wonderful, loyal best friend. Life was perfect. Until one day, as I was shimmying along the hallway, I noticed something odd. People weren't giving me their usual looks of adoration. Instead, they were turning their noses up at me. Huh? What was happening? Hey, Beth, do you know what's going on? People are acting really weird. She just shrugged. I don't know. Let's see. I tried to tell myself that it was no big deal, but I couldn't shake off the feeling that something was wrong. Then later that day, my worst fears were confirmed. As I entered the classroom, Marshall came over to me and waved his phone in my face. Good game, Miss Perfect. Turns out you're just a big fat liar. I looked at his phone and saw a long post, with a lot of photos attached. There's a big title saying, The Truth About Mandy the Liar, and each photo came with a caption. Mandy's house is actually very ordinary. She lives with her grandparents. There are no luxurious mansions or wealthy parents. When Mandy just came to the school, she made friends with everyone, bragging about her fame, fortune, and popularity. I don't know who she is. So what if we just shared the same path to the bus stop? Who said that I intend to get acquainted with her? Her transcript from her old school isn't even hers. She's just photoshopped her name on it. Every time she stood up to answer a question or take a test, she cheated, so she got a good grade. God, all this? How did they know? It felt like my heart had lodged in my throat, and my mind was spinning. My eyes blurred when I saw Layla and Susan approaching me. I stared at them in shock. Mandy, honestly, we don't hate you. It's just that we realized your stories were ridiculous, so we decided to find out the truth. That's right but you sure did cover your tracks. We couldn't find a thing. Hang on, so who found these pieces of evidence? I did! Right at that moment, my so-called best friend appeared, followed by the homeroom teacher. Mandy, I know you think I'm some desperate wannabe you can control, but no! I soon worked out that everything you said was a lie, so I gathered evidence to prove it. Everyone was gawping at me with disappointment. I felt completely overwhelmed by the situation. This couldn't actually be happening. I pinched my arm. Ouch! It was as painful and as real as what was going down before my eyes right now. Beth continued. It's not good for you to live a lie like this. Who even are you? Ah! Reality images started flooding into my mind, making my brain feel like it was going to explode. I grabbed my head and ran out of the classroom. When I opened my eyes, I found myself in the hospital. The homeroom teacher was sitting next to me, and my grandparents were also there. They all looked very disappointed. Mandy, the principal was very angry and was about to expel you. But it was Beth and her friends who convinced him to let you stay. What? Beth? But she was the one who exposed me! Noticing my surprise, the teacher continued. After seeing your reaction, Beth realized that perhaps you had a psychological problem, so she convinced us to help bring you to the hospital for diagnosis. I looked up at my grandparents. They were all in tears. Unexpectedly, I burst out crying. I longed so much to have a dream life full of fame, riches, and admirers that I drew a vision for myself in another reality. I was so absorbed in that illusory scenario that I forgot my own reality. This was last month, and I'm currently on medication for my delusions, and I'm also seeing a therapist. Right now, I'm on my way to see Beth, Layla, Susan, and Marshall. No, I'm not making it up. I really am meeting them. Oh gosh, there they are. This is scary, but it's something I've got to do. So I took a deep breath, then taking my therapist's advice, I spoke from the heart. Hi guys, thanks for coming. Firstly, I want to apologize for lying. The truth is, I've lived the lie so much that I could no longer distinguish what was real and what wasn't. My therapist helped me see that this all began after I lost my parents. Part of my subconscious craved for this dream life so badly that I created a new one. This way I didn't have to accept the truth, which is that my parents have passed away and I live with my dirt poor grandparents. When I finished talking, I looked at them, half expecting them to shout at me or something, but... Instead, Beth smiled at me and said, It took a lot of guts to come here and say that. I'm sorry too. I shouldn't have outed you like that. But I didn't know you were ill! Same. I'm proud of you. Me too. Me three! Now, when are we going to order cake? (laughs) (laughs) So, what now? Well, I'm still taking my medication and talking to my therapist. I can now tell the difference between the make-believe and reality. Also, I'm back at school, and my teachers and classmates have all been really welcoming. Better still, I now have some awesome friends who like me for me. And you know what? It turns out that living in reality isn't actually so bad after all.